about your kids? If you don't mind talking about them, like yeah. what do you love about your kids? Each of them, man, kids, dude, are a handful. <laughs> um, no, no, not at all, bro. So let me tell you this, okay? I love being a dad, and I never realized so many things about my dad until I've been a dad, right? And you don't realize like how much of an impact like your dad has on your life, you know, especially as a man. Mm. And I remember my dad used to always tell me this story about him growing up. He had 12 brothers and sisters. And so he grew up in the Philippines and his dad, he saw him once a year at the beginning of school. His dad was like some big entrepreneur in the Philippines. who was making a ton of money, lost it all. And you know, whatever, all his kids left him, moved to Las Vegas and you know, he ended up moving to Vegas too and reconciling as time went on. But I just remember my dad telling me like, dude, I saw my dad literally once a year and it was at the start of school. Mm-hmm. He would take them to go buy new clothes and shoes and stuff. And like, that was it. And so like the housekeepers and stuff raised him and he would tell me, he was like, Ryan, I never like want that to happen to you. Like I'm going to be here for you with everything. And so he did exactly that. I mean, he figured out how to provide, took me to every baseball practice, got me every coach I needed, supported me on everything I ever wanted to do. And even to this day, he actually works for me as oh, a project really? manager. That's cool. And he doesn't have to, like, you know, we take care of them. Like we bought him a house and cars and everything mm-hmm. they need. They could, but he just wants to support yeah. some way, somehow. So, um, when I think about the wealthy way, I did not realize like, the influence my dad had on it because he was the perfect example of a child neglected by their dad. And, you know, he broke the the chains and changed that with me. And so when I had kids, you know, I knew like I was going to not be like what I saw other entrepreneurs doing, mm-hmm. but I also had such a rough experience with my son, James. So you know, to, to go a little deep in the story, um, 2019, um, my son was born in January, two months premature. Mm. And, you know, it was crazy because my wife just, she started feeling pain. She's like, I think I need to go to the doctor. We didn't think she was like going into labor or anything. We were just like, all right, we go in the doctor. He's like, dude, you know, she's having contractions. He's at this dilation. I honestly didn't even know what that meant. I was just like, okay, so (laughs) Like, when do we get to go home? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, she's staying here, bud. And I'm like, okay, so how's the baby? Like, the baby's going to be coming, but we're going to try and slow it down. And I was like, the baby's coming? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, the baby's not supposed to come for like two and a half more months. Like, is it going to be okay? We didn't know the gender or anything. He's like, I can't say. Like, I don't know. I was like, wow, Okay. So baby gets born, James, um, you know, like five hours later, it was crazy. I was like, it was like literally the craziest day of my life. Cause we were just chilling. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. I had a kid five hours later. I was like, <laughs> what the heck just dude, I was, we had no room set up. We had nothing. I, I had like, I had these books too. Like I was planning to read. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna read these dad books and stuff, dude. And he was just born. And so there, he couldn't breathe. He couldn't eat. He couldn't do anything. And so he was in the NICU for two months. And so every day for two months, I had to go to the NICU in the morning, go to the NICU at night. 
He wasn't making any progress. It was just like this crazy thing. And they told us, they were like, he's going to have developmental delays. He's going to have, you know, potentially other issues. And I was like, all right. So anyways, after two months, we get to take him home. Um, We're super scared because he couldn't breathe. And so I'm like, what if he stops breathing like while we're sleeping? Like, this is crazy. I don't I don't even think he's good enough to come home. Like I'm kind of scared bringing him home. And, um, you know, sure enough, God was watching over him. Um, but you know, we bring him home and, you know, he has to go through all these therapies because he's so delayed and, um, still having lots of issues and, you know, cutest, sweetest little boy, everything. Well, towards the end of the year, actually like a, a week before Christmas, he falls and hits his head and he gets this big bump. And we're like, well, that doesn't look good. Let's take him to the hospital. So we take him to the hospital. They tell us like, hey, you know, he's acting normal, right? And I'm like, yeah, but he's got this fat bump. Like, that doesn't look good. And they're like, yeah, just monitor it. He should be okay. I'm like, all right. Well, a couple of days later, I'm like, dude, he's not all right. Like, he's the bump's not going down. Let's take him to a different hospital. So we go to a different hospital. They're like, yeah, let's get him in for an x-ray right now. Like, they should have gave him an x-ray when we did that. So they go there and they're like, dude, he's cracked his skull. His mm. brain is bleeding and we have to go in emergency surgery right now. Dang. I was like, okay. Like, so he's going to have brain surgery and, you know, that's what's going to happen. I was like, okay, well, once again, it's like deja vu. I was like, like, what's the odds of survival? Like, this is as serious as it gets. And... Like we can't say. So, you know, it was at night, you know, we're praying. They bring in this, this brain surgeon from somewhere and, you know, they have the surgery and we're just praying all night and, you know, they tell us it was successful and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, literally he was just like super happy, <laughs> like nothing had ever happened. And then, um, you know, they actually released him on Christmas. And so we got to bring him home for Christmas. Also during that time, my wife was pregnant. Mm. And so, dude, let me just like kids have been a world. That was my first year as a parent. Yeah. And so to go through everything that I had to go through, um, that year plus that, that, like I said, so many things for the wealthy way came from that year because I started to take Wednesdays off and I called them work from home Wednesday so I could support her and, you know, help with the kids and well, one kid at the time. And then, you know, it's just like 2019 was hell. Um, you know, we go into 2020 and then COVID hits and I had like 50 flips and like <laughs> all this stuff and my wife's pregnant. I'm just like, man, dude, this is whatever. We're going to see how it goes. Um, so yeah, you know, kids have been, um, a crazy thing. Uh, my daughter ended up being born during COVID and, um, she was actually a month premature, which was still like, we're like, well, that's better than two. Better than- <laughs> and we're like, I guess we're going to be in the NICU for another month. But thankfully, I guess girls develop faster. Mm. So she didn't have to spend any time in the NICU. And so like our prayer for this third baby has been like, just stay in, like, do not come out. Yeah. And so, you know, we're two months, uh, yeah, actually month and a half away. So like, we're doing good. We're yeah, like super we're hyped. <laughs> um, but you know, my son now, he's he, he's four and a half years old now. Um, you know, he definitely has special needs and development delays. And so he's still in therapies. We're um, constantly like 
trying things and looking for answers. You know, we've done stem cells with him. We've done other things. But I mean, despite all that, the happiest kid ever just loves to be outside and hang out. Um, you know, it's amazing. But raising him is like raising four kids yeah. in one. And uh, so <laughs> we're like, another kid's nothing, you yeah. know? And then my daughter, completely normal. And she's actually very advanced and she's just a lunatic and she's like me in very many ways. And so she's amazing. So yeah, dude, I I've had a very crazy experience with kids in a short amount of time. And like I said, I think that's what has influenced the wealthy way so much is because like, I know what it's like to almost lose a kid twice. Mm. And you know, once you've like gone through it mentally, we're like, wow, like he could be gone you like you experienced it to the the closest at which you could experience it. And it changes your mindset because once he, he was back, I was like, Oh dude, I'm not missing any more moments. Like yeah. work is just not worth it. It's not. And so, yeah. How, how has being a parent uh, changed? If it has your relationship with God. Hmm. I think the big thing with kids that's changed is up until this point, I've had a decision on everything I've done. I got to decide who I married. I got to decide if I want to start a business, if I want to hire somebody, fire somebody, whatever, right? With kids, <laughs> you kind of get to decide. Um, but, you know, once you have the kid, you don't know how they're going to be. Yeah. You don't know how they're going to turn out. You don't know what choices they're going to make. That's complete, like, obviously I can do my very best to love them and create a great environment, but they're still going to do what they want to do. And that's kind of like the crazy, scary thing where you're like, wow, this is completely out of my control, but like, this is my kid yeah, no matter what. And there's nothing that will ever change that. And so I have to, um, you know, do the very best to make them like a model citizen, you know? So that's that's a weird thing of like, man, dude, I'm like, I don't really have control on this. Um, but I'll say like, it's also, um, made me think a lot about, you know, God and Jesus being his son. And, you know, you think about the sacrifice Jesus made for us and, and God planned all that, allowed it to happen. I'm like, man, dude, the fact that he was willing to do that for us is crazy. Cause mm. like, could I do that with one of my kids? Probably not. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. So I think it puts more things in perspective of like, you know, God, the father, and I'm a father now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like as, as a dad, once I became a dad, I feel like I could understand just a little bit more of what God feels like. You know, when, when we talk about like, how can God like love everyone? Like, yeah. well, I love all my kids. Like I love my kids, even when they're terrible people. <laughs> like yesterday, Wilder was a terrible human. In every way you can be a terrible human, he was a terrible human. Uh, he would have, if he had a gun, he would have shot somebody. Just like, he would have <laughs> just, he was murderous. And I'm like, but I still love him with everything yeah. in here, right? And I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Or, or little things like, you know, when I was younger, I used to like beg God for answers to things like, what college do I go to? Yeah. Or what career do I get? And then now I'm like, well, if Rosie was like, dad, what yogurt do I eat from the fridge? I'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. What one do you want to eat? Like, like all of a sudden I realized like, oh wait, what if God just wants us sometimes to do what, you know, 
what we want, yeah. like in a large way. Like, yeah, do yeah. I go to this vacation spot or this one? What if he's like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, well, yeah, what, like, whatever. Yeah. I think the Jonah situations are a lot more rare of like, God's like, no, you will go to this college yeah. and you will take this class because I have a plan for you. I think that's probably pretty rare. And I think being a father has taught me that. Mm. That's my, no, I love that perspective. I think, uh, yeah, I haven't thought about it like that, but to, I have thought about it like this kid has got me to like the end, but yeah, I still love him. Like yeah. there's nothing I can do Yeah, and nothing he does will change that. Yeah. And versus people in this office or wherever, if they piss me off, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, Hey, I, I don't have to continue to mm. have you here. Like you're out. <laughs> mm. 